Hello, this is Jay. Welcome back to the podcast. This is the podcast where I am reading every chapter of Zombies Ate My Poodle as I turn it into an audiobook. In the last chapter, Zack was trapped in one of the stores in the zombie mall with tons of zombies waiting for him to come out, and then something weird started happening across the hall. Let's see what that was in this chapter. Three, two, one. Chapter 20, Jeffrey's Big Trick Zack looked on in alarm as the zombies followed each other into the store across the hall, blocking the escape of the people inside. Run, he whispered urgently to the person he could see standing in the middle of the store. They looked like they were frozen in fear, not moving an inch. And then the person fell to the floor as the zombies arrived in a pack and engulfed them. The last of the zombies made it through the doors of the clothing store to try and get a bite while they could, and suddenly the area between the stores was finally clear of zombies. Before he could decide whether to make a run for it, Zack saw a door to the maintenance hallway swing open, and Amy darted out with a length of rope in her hands. She ran to the clothing store entrance, pulled both doors shut, and tied the rope around the handles, sealing the doors. The zombies just inside swung around and started pressing against the glass doors, but the rope held firm. Amy? Zack stepped out of the gift shop into the empty area between the stores and stared. How? What? Amy ran back to the hallway, stepped in, and then came back out with Jeffrey on his leash in one hand and Pookie in her basket in the other. Are you trying to say thank you for saving your life? She grinned and handed Zack the leash. Zack squatted down and gave Jeffrey a big hug while the poodle wagged so hard his entire back end went side to side. No, I I mean yes, thank you, but we have to help the people in there with the zombies. He rose and stared in confusion at Amy as she turned and started walking away. You mean those mannequins in the store? She called back over her shoulder. I just moved them around and then tipped one over into a display case, and I had a rope tied to the door so I could open it from a distance. Then I slipped out the back door into the maintenance hallway and saved your life. No big deal. She looked at Zack with a big grin on her face. Zack caught up to her and said, Well, some people might think it was decent, but I think... And then he paused until Amy looked at him and finished with, It was probably the coolest plan ever. That was awesome. Both kids laughed, high-fived, and then shushed each other while looking around for nearby zombies. They weren't out of danger yet. They still needed to get out of the mall and find their way to the university to get hold of the cure. They headed down the hall, staying low, keeping an eye out for zombies, and taking quiet steps. Nearing the end of the upper floor of the mall, Zack and Amy kept low so they couldn't be seen by the zombies they knew were on the lower level. They could hear some of them shambling about and moaning softly, and the noises had been getting louder as they got closer to the far exit of the mall. Along with the zombie sounds, they started hearing faint sounds of people yelling and decided to take a peek. Rising carefully, ready to drop back if a zombie looked up, they peered over the railing wall and saw a large crowd of zombies pressed against a storefront, trying to reach a group of people trapped inside. It's those big kids, Amy gasped quietly. Zack shook his head in disgust. They sure didn't get very far. Something down on the first floor caught his eye. My backpack! That kid Brian must have dropped it when the zombies came after them. Amy sighed. Sorry, I don't think there's any way to get it now. Zack smiled. I think there might be. 
and since the protein bars and juggling props are in there, it could come in handy. He unhooked Jeffrey's leash and handed it to Amy. Hang on to this for a minute and watch. Jeffrey has a trick you haven't seen yet. Zack hunkered low and he and Jeffrey crept to the nearest staircase, sneaking about halfway down. Then Zack pointed his poodle in the right direction and softly said, Get the bag! Get the bag, Jeffrey! He gave the dog a little push and Jeffrey headed down the stairs and, when he reached the main floor, turned toward the backpack in the crowd of zombies. He trotted happily along, tail wagging high behind him. Amy watched in amazement as Jeffrey headed right for the backpack and then walked right past it closer to the crowd of zombies. Oh no, she whispered to herself, but then Zack looked her way and gave her a hold-on motion as Jeffrey approached the zombies, still wagging. He looked from one to another as if he expected to be petted, but they all ignored him, too busy trying to get to the brains inside the store. Finally, Jeffrey gave a shake of his head, turned and started back to Zack. As he passed the backpack, he reached over and grabbed the strap in his mouth and broke into a run up the stairs to his boy, wagging the whole way. Back with Amy, Zack snapped Jeffrey's leash in place, ruffled the dog's head around the edge of the duct tape, and grinned proudly. It's the only trick he knows really well, but he's good at it. Do you think we should try and rescue those kids again? asked Amy in a hushed voice. Zack shook his head. I think there are too many zombies for just the two of us to bamboozle them, and we've wasted enough time with this mall. Plus, look where they are. I think they'll be fine, even if they end up waiting a few days for someone to come. Amy took another peek and read the sign above the store. Sandwich Haven, food and drinks. You're right, let's get out of here. As stressful as it was getting into the mall and through it, leaving was a breeze. The far end of the mall was all but deserted. As they passed through the doors to finally get outside once again, Zack said to Amy, I guess all the zombies from this end decided to head down to Sandwich Haven for a bite. Get it? A bite? Amy groaned and rolled her eyes, but she secretly thought it was funny. Moving quickly from one parked car to the next, the two kids made it across the expanse of the parking lot and back into the neighborhoods where there were alleys and shrubbery that gave them cover from the randomly roving zombies. After hiding from another pack of zombies that slowly shuffled past them, Amy turned to Zack and asked, Have you noticed anything weird about the zombies lately? Um, weirder than being zombies? No, not the zombies themselves, but where they're going. Amy pointed back behind them. Almost every group we've seen in the last couple of hours has been heading that way. To the mall? Zack wrinkled his brow and thought. Or, what else is farther back the way we came? Amy asked. Zack's eyes widened as he realized what she was getting at. The riverboat. They're all headed back toward my mom and dad. That's what I was thinking. But why would they all be gathering there? Zack looked up and down the road to see if any more zombies were in sight. I don't know, but it doesn't sound good at all. We've got to get to the university and find that cure. Okay, that's it for chapter 20. Looks like those teenagers kind of got what was coming to them. And Zach and Amy are back on the road after that zombie cure. Remember, you can get a copy of the complete Zombies Ate My Poodle book at Amazon or Apple Books. And don't worry, I will remind you at least 11 more times, just in case you forget. See you later for the next chapter.